0: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Yankees Passion Podcast. This is episode number 20. We made it to episode 20. Uh, I'm your boy, Freddy, of course, and the Yankees are inching closer and closer to the start of the 2019 playoffs. That chase for 28 is starting to be starting to feel real, real, real close. And and, and the anticipation and the excitement and the anxiety, all of it together is, is just it's building and building as we approach um October baseball, playoff baseball, chase for twenty eight. The, the the goal for winning the World Series. Um, Yankees just finished up a, a series here with Toronto Blue Jays, and uh you know after the first game, it was one of those games where, like I said, I mean Toronto's been one of these teams this year where you feel kind of like, oh man, these these are like these guys are going to be like the new Orioles of last year. I mean, even though we we did beat them more than they beaten us, of course, especially after this uh, last series, but. Um, it just felt like uh, every every game was a, was a battle, and and um, I don't know they they, they seem to not give up when it comes to playing us, and I mean a lot of bad teams are like that. Detroit was one of those teams that kind of gave us a bad you know a hard time this year too, but um, you know we lost that game four to three in that first game, of course, and 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 not not for nothing, but you know out of all year I, I sit down and watch literally every single pitch of every Yankee game all year. I have not missed a, and when I say a single pitch, I mean a single pitch. Um, I have not seen an umpire, like Joe West especially, make a bad a call that bad in my entire like that was like absolutely what the fuck like. Listen, I, I Angel Hernandez is known for having like the worst calls, and I swear I don't even think I've seen Angel Hernandez make a call that bad. It was that bad. I mean the ball. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it was the ninth inning. It was 4-3, to three, okay? Um, Gardner was up, only one out, and uh, he works the count. I think it was like a 3-1 pitch. Had a 3-1 pitch. Ball way, and when I say way outside, I mean, dude, it was in the other batter's box clearly. I mean, it wasn't even, you know, if it's borderline or just off, just off the box, maybe an inch off the box, you know, I'll still be mad, but it's like, all right, whatever. I mean, it, What are you going to do? This was like inches off the box. This wasn't even close. And I I remember not even looking at the umpire at first. As soon as the pitch was thrown I saw it outside, I was like, I started clapping because I'm like, oh, great. We got Garner on first. Maybe we can come back and and, and walk this off or at least tie it up. And then for him to call that strike, I'm like, no way. I'm like, I'm in a fucking, this, this is not real. Like, I thought I was dreaming because I'm like, there's no way an umpire can make a call that bad. I just, especially a guy like Joe West has been in the game for so long. Like, how did you, how do you umpire that long and make calls like that? Like, that's, that's ridiculous. So, that, that pretty much, you know, g- gave the Yankees a bad taste in the first game. I mean, they, they pretty much got, I mean, at the same time, I, you also have to blame the Yankees because you put yourself in that situation. I mean, what are you going to do? This is Toronto Blue Jays. You should be able to score more than three runs regardless, but. Um, all in all, the umpire really shouldn't have, have called uh, called that bad. But anyway, so the first game had that that feeling of, oh man, here we go again with Toronto. Why is this series every time we play these guys it's such a fucking adventure when it should be a breeze? Well, that's how it felt after game one. Game two and game three, we came in and we fucking played like the Yankees should have been playing. And really said, you know what? We're playing the Toronto fucking Blue Jays, and we're the best team in baseball. Let's do this. Um, they they had a seven two victory on um, Saturday, and they had an eight two victory, eight uh, three victory yesterday. Now I'm gonna get to Saturday's game. Paxton is what an amazing turnaround this guy has have. Um, pretty much in beginning since since August, since the very beginning of August, he has been the most. Uh, I think he's what nine and zero. Uh, since, since, uh, in, in nine starts, uh, he has the lowest ERA out of any pitcher in baseball from, from that time. Um, I mean, the guy has looked like, this is the guy that when we got him last off season, this is the guy I thought we were getting because I have see, see I, I'm even though I'm a, I'm a huge Yankee fan. I'm also a very big baseball fan. I follow other players. I don't just watch the Yankees. I'll watch other games here and there. Um, I, 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 I keep up with, you know, other players and statistics and I watched them actually pitch and, you know, Paxton was one of those guys. I have watched him pitch multiple times before he was with the Yankees. I have watched full games with him pitching. And I always remember saying like, man, this guy's a pretty decent lefty, man. He has a great breaking ball. Uh, and that mix with that 96, 97 mile an hour fastball, even sometimes 98. Um, that's a tough, that's a tough guy to hit against. And, uh, I remember when the Yankees made that announcement that they traded for him I was like this is what we needed this is a great starting pitcher I don't think people realize I mean this guy did pitch a no-hitter you cannot pitch a no-hitter in the in the major league baseball league if you don't have good quality stuff you have to you have to you have to have good quality stuff to be able to do that and I, I knew that he did. And, you know, I did get to that point, you know, in the first half of the series where I, I had a little bit of that, like, oh, man, is this another Sonny Gray situation where these guys cannot pitch in New York and, you know, whatever it may be. Um, I, I was starting to get into that feeling when it got closer to July. And, and, and it was just like every single game he started. OK, first inning, he's going to allow a run. I mean, this guy was giving up runs in the first inning. Like, like if it was, <laughs> I don't know. Um, every single game he pitched in the first thing, he had the highest ERA in the first thing out of any pitcher in baseball. I think he still does even with his nine starts. So, um, he was definitely not looking good whatsoever in the beginning of the season and for the first half, but, um, whatever the hell he did, whatever happened, whatever he did to fix it, please remember it. Never let it go because in the second half he turned it back around. And like I said, nine and oh, lowest ERA. Um, his his record now improves to a 15 and 6 record uh, due to that big turnaround. So um, this guy is, is is pitching, and this is the right time to do it too. I mean, I'd rather, like I said, I've always rather players have a rough start and finish strong because this is when it really matters. Um, it you know not for nothing. I, don't get me wrong. It's 162 games. Every game matters. Literally every game. I'm one of those people that like you know when it gets close to the playoffs, like right now. You know, we're, we're very close with Houston when it comes to best record in the American League and uh, actually even in baseball. But um, you start to think about those wins that you gave up, that you lost, uh, that you should have definitely won. So believe me, I'm one to think that every game matters. But players, I understand you're going to go through struggles. That's baseball. There's no such thing as not going through struggles. You're, it's just a matter of how long and how you get out of it. And that's what baseball really is. So, um, Paxton, now uh, this is when I w- I want him to do to to do well. Uh, this is when it matters. Coming to the playoffs like this, nobody will re- ever remember the beginning of the first half. I already don't remember the first half. I'm thinking you're the Paxton of this half. Um, so, like I said, he's 15 and six. He gets the W. Only uh, he pitched six innings, three hits, one run, not none earned. That was uh, that run was I believe on an error. So, um, no earned runs. Seven strikeouts and six innings. His his ERA has now dropped all the way down to a 3.73. Do you understand when this guy was pitching in the first half, his ERA was like in the high six, high fives. I mean, it was just like horrible for you to get your ERA. And, and, and it's not like batting averages where you play every day. You can kind of increase or, or, you know, your batting average can fluctuate a little bit more because you're getting more at bats and you're playing every day. Pitchers pitch about 30 games a year, okay? Okay. For your ERA to get from a high five to, you know, low six, whatever it was, um, down to a a high to mid threes, which is fucking phenomenal, uh, is, is is you have to be lights out. And that's exactly what he's been. Lights out. So anyway, Paxton's looking great. That's great news. Um, everybody's looking great. Uh, I'll, I'll talk about Stanton in a second. Yesterday, um, we had Severino come in and... That's another thing, man. Severino, you, you don't, you know, I, I always knew we missed. I missed Severino. I, I knew what he was. um I knew the type of player he was. But it's like when you see it and you and, and you, you watch him pitch and you see the results, it's kind of like, man, how the fuck did we get to this to this point in the season without this guy? You have to really think about that. We got to be in a situation where we're fighting for the best record in baseball out of any other team in baseball without guys like Luis Severino. That is that is unbelievable to me. I mean, every any other team, you lose a, a guy like that, an ace like that, you're fucked. I mean, that's the difference between winning a division and, and not being in the playoffs. That's a guy that's going to start 30 games. I mean, that, that means you got to fight and find a way to get some guy in there to pitch for 30 games and, and still be able to win those games. So this guy comes in. And Severino is just phenomenal. I mean, his stuff looks fantastic. He's hitting the 99 hundreds, I think, even a couple of times. Um, Strike has a lot of swings and misses, which is another. That, that, that shows you just, a, I mean, mark my words. Severino is going to be a guy that eventually in his career, I really do truly believe that he is going to either pitch a no-hitter or a perfect game. I swear. I really do feel – I don't know when. I just – I think he has the the, the quality stuff that eventually – I know how hard it is. I mean, I know there's great pitchers that will never hit, you know, no-hitter – pitch no-hitters. But when you see a guy that has that many swings and misses, I mean, you have – the stuff is that good. You can even say, look, he's either going to throw a fastball or a slider 90% of the time. Just look for one of the two and you still can't hit the ball, and not only that, but you swing right through it. That's a guy that that ball is moving. It's hard to get catch up to, whatever it may be. Severino got nasty stuff. He gets his first victory of the season last year on only his second start of the season, pitching a full five innings, only allowing three hits, no walks, which, see, this is what, if you understand pitching in baseball, this is the thing that really amazes me he pitches five innings three hits no one runs no walks zero walks with nine strikeouts do you understand how crazy that is because when you have walks and strikeouts usually that means that you're trying to throw breaking stuff off the plate or you know um you're kind of trying to hit the the dots a little bit too much sometimes uh, that's a little bit more normal it's still impressive to have nine strikeouts and in five innings regardless of how many walks but still when you have zero walks and nine strikeouts, that is saying that you are throwing that ball there and they cannot fucking hit the ball. That is straight filthy. To have nine strikeouts and five innings, pitchers don't have that in a full start. Paxton, who was looking lights out, that good had seven strikeouts in, in, in six innings. He's, he didn't even touch nine and five. And that's, uh, that's how great of a pitcher Severino is. Nine strikeouts with no walks. Um, so Severino, if he can do that in the playoffs and we can have Paxton doing that in the playoffs and if Tanaka can pitch the way he did his last start, um, and just, he, that's that, good luck. I mean, I really do feel if we have these three guys on the top of their game, I really do truly feel we can compete with Houston Astros. I really do feel like that because when those guys are on, it doesn't matter who the fuck's at the plate. It really doesn't matter. It, I don't care who's at the plate. They are that filthy, and if and and, and and like I said, it just it has to do with if they are consistent enough. Especially Tanaka, he just has to be consistent enough to have consecutive good starts like that, where and, and give this team a chance to, to let the, the 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 offense show what it can do. Now, perfect segue into offense. Um, uh, Giancarlo Stanton came back over the week. Um, I, I believe his first game was on Tuesday. Now, this is a couple of things I want to talk about real quick before I end this. Um, Stanton came back, and I was one of the people that I did. I am not. I wouldn't consider myself a Stanton hater, per se, because I really do truly root for the guy. Uh, I, I'll, I'm 100% honest right here. When I remember when the Yankees traded and got Giancarlo Carlos Stanton a couple of years ago. I remember being asleep and being woken up, being told, hey, guess what? The Yankees just traded for young carlos stan I thought it was a joke at first cuz I'm like no fucking way why would they do that why the hell would they give up young carlos stan this is my mind back then. I was I was in love with the guy I was like there's no way I mean this guy hits fucking 50 60 home runs a year and 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 he's the NL MVP uh I mean I, I just thought he was incredible that being said, when he came to the Yankees, listen, I, I don't care what you want to say. Yeah, he had, you know, you look. If you're just gonna look at the stats and look at numbers, you're gonna see, oh yeah, well, he hit 30 home runs last year for us, and he had uh close to 100 RBIs, whatever. Um, and then you're gonna have the people like me that actually know baseball and watch every single game and know when he hit those 30 home runs and, uh, you know, whatever, however many Harvey highs is when either the Yankees were up by like 10 runs or they were down by like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm over-exaggerating with the 10 runs, but it was in non-clutch situations. I'm sorry it's true. When he is in clutch situations, he has a bad habit of chasing pitches out of the zone, and I mean really bad breaking ball pitches that are not close, that are in the dirt, fastballs that are way above his head, um... You know, like just not even close pitch. I, I can understand if you strike out and it's a close pitch and you swung through it, whatever. But I mean, this, these were bad strikeouts. And, and I don't care what you want to tell me. That's the way he was last year. Okay, numbers are great, but it doesn't tell you the whole story. And I'm telling you right now, I, I, at least 25 of those 30 home runs, maybe even more, were at times where we didn't really necessarily need them. I'm sorry, it's true. Now, with that being said, like I said, I am not a Stanton hater. I'm rooting for the guy. I would love nothing more. This guy has the, the the potential, and the size, the talent, the swing, whatever you want to call it, to be what he was, which was the NL MVP. He can be MVP type caliber player. The pro, uh, um like I said, I just want to see him better with pitch recognition and not striking out on stupid pitches and maybe be a little bit more clutch, man. That's all I want to see. Now, like I said, with that being said, he came back Tuesday. He's actually looking pretty good as of now, okay? Let's understand that this has only been three games because I've seen a lot of people around that are trying to go, on, you know, get on people's uh, other Yankee fans' cases like, oh, you were afraid of having Stanton back in the lineup. Ha uh, ha ha. You thought, you know, Stanton was going to be a nothing. You wanted the yank, you know, all these things. And, and, and you know, and look at what he's doing now. Let's take it easy. All right. It's been three fucking games. Now, don't get me wrong. It is very impressive to when you've been out all season uh, for the most part, pretty much all season since April to come back and have this type of a performance where he's gotten a double. He's gotten a, cl- um, you know, a sacrifice fly. He's walked a little bit more than I'm usually seeing him. Uh, Even the strikeouts that he got weren't really on bad, uh, you know, ridiculous pitches like he was. I mean, I know one of them was like a fastball up and in right out the corner of the strike zone where he swung right through it. So, see, like things like that, I won't complain about because I understand baseball. I've played baseball. I know it's not easy to hit a ball like that. But I do understand that you can also, as a professional hitter, not fucking swing at a breaking ball that's not even close. That doesn't even break from the zone out. It breaks low and then breaks even further low. So it starts as a ball and ends low. You, that, there's no reason to be swinging at that. Now, I am excited because I'm telling you right now, if Stan can play like that over the playoffs and actually give us some kind of contributions, Judge is starting to heat up now. Um, that would be fantastic. With, with 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 our pitching starting to, to, to look better now, I think we have a real good shot here this, this year, guys. I really do think. But, like I said, everybody got to be performing at the highest quality. That's the thing. I know Giorisiello right now is having a a little bit of a struggle. I'm hoping that he gets out of it because he's another guy that I would love to see get ready for the playoffs. If we can have him, Stanton, Judge, and DJ LeMayu, then you have Glaber Torres hitting almost 40 home runs. I mean, dude, I don't give a fuck what pitch you have. Let's play ball. Okay, seriously. So I'm ready for the playoffs. This is it, guys. We have two games with Tampa in Tampa. Okay, Tuesday and Wednesday we're off thursday we have the last series of the season with texas rangers in texas friday saturday sunday that's it season's over done this is the last five games of the season this is the moment that yankee fans like me were waiting for from fucking before from 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 seven years from what 10 years ago we've been waiting for this moment 10 years Where the uh, really seven because we won the division, but then 10 because this is really the first time since then where we've really felt since 09 that I felt like maybe we have the team that's good enough to win the World Series. I've had teams that I thought we were good, but I knew that we don't have enough to win a World Series. We're not going to compete with other teams. This team, I feel like we are. So I've been waiting for this for 10 years. Let's do it. Playoff start. This is the last week of of regular season baseball. Playoff start next week. It's Yankees chase for 28, baby. I am so pumped and ready. I hope you are too. Let's go, Yankees. Chase for 28.